Garfiri Japan. Deserve this beer, Kampai, Jeremy. Kampai, sir. Hmm. Kampai faders, all you faders out there, Kampai, 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 Kampai to all of you guys all around the world. All right. On that note, what's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan. I am your host, Johnny, and I'm your other host, Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about one, two, two dudes, booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. That is right, my friend. That is right. And this is episode number, do you got it? 614. <laughs> 614. Oh, That's man. right. 614 is a good number. It's a good number. It's, it's pretty even. It's pretty even. <laughs> either, either we're doing... Either we're doing really well or we don't know when to quit. <laughs> uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> this show started at the beginning of 2009, Faders, believe it or not. Oh, my God. That was uh, 614 weeks ago. In fact, actually, I think it's like maybe 619 or 620 weeks ago because I, you know, I would go on vacation or I go on a business trip or something. And then, you know, my co-host at the time, whoever it would be. Would not do a show. They're like, oh man, I just forgot. Like, how could you forget? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, tomato, tomato, we are here with you, faders. And we hope that you guys are all at home, in your office, at school, drinking and getting faded along with us. Because holy smokes, it's been one hell of a week. Jeez Louise, it's been a busy week for everybody, man. Oh, God, I've had a busy week. I've had a really, really, really busy week. Jeremy, do you want to hear about my week? Yes. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> if you Thanks. say no, I'd be like, oh, okay, let's do the news. <laughs> yeah, not, con- not really good for podcasting if I say no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, fuck Johnny. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So, all right. All right. So uh, as uh, as everybody knows, I'm a painter, right? It's what I do by trade. It's fucking who I am. And, um, you know, every so often you get like a really big job, right? Maybe like maybe once every couple of months you get like a really big job and stuff. And usually when you get a big job, you know, like painting, like, um, I don't know, a portrait of somebody or fucking doing like a huge painting for somebody. You know, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of work. And there's a couple of meetings that are involved and stuff. But every so often you get that big job that is basically... It's basically the Thunderdome job. Basically, you walk into like a cage with like the art and uh, somebody dies. And I think I died. <laughs> I think the art won. But um, as of uh, about a week ago, last Tuesday, here's the story. Um, uh, this guy contacted me and he said that he loved my art. He's like, dude, I love your art. And I really wish that you could paint my uh, my dance studio. And I was like, 
okay, cool. That's a, that's a pretty nice email. So I replied to the email. I was like, yo, dude, I can totally paint your uh, dance studio. Um, let's have a meeting. And then he replied. He's like, how about tonight? So I was like, sure. Where's your studio? He's like, Akihabara. So I went all the way up to Akihabara to meet this guy. And this guy's like, um, I don't know if I should see his name or his dance studio yet. I didn't ask for any permission or anything like that. So I'm just going to leave it blank. So anyway, I meet this guy and he takes me to his dance studio and he's got one dance studio in Rapongi and he's got, he just opened one in like the uh, Akihabara, Akihabara area. And, and it's nice. It's gorgeous. The floors are magnificent. The walls are huge. It's beautiful. Right. And this guy is like the tango master of Japan. Mm. He's from Argentina. He's been doing it for years. He, he import, he brings in uh, tango dancers. He does like tango dance festivals. This is like the tango guy, right? And um, anyway, he's got this brand new studio and he's like, listen, we got this new studio. It's opening uh, October 1st. And I would love for you to paint a mural on this big wall right here. When this wall, this wall is like um, from left to right, it's like, what, 4.5 meters from up top to bottom. It's like 2.75 meters. It's pretty big. Right. And he wanted me to cover the wall with a mural. And I was like, holy shit. Wait, wait, wait. My deadline's October 1st. He's like, yeah. I check my schedule. I look at my schedule. I'm busy every single day. Now it's Tuesday when I'm meeting him and my only free days for the whole month where I got like a whole day to paint is uh, Thursday and Friday and Thursday in the morning, he's got meetings at the studio where he's going to do some other stuff. Like, uh, I don't know, put in like shelves or something. Right. So I could only come in there a half day on Thursday and then paint all day Friday. And I'm like, holy smokes, this is a rush job. I got to charge you a lot of money for this. He's like, yeah, no problem. Just, you know, um, we just need a great painting on the wall. Something that represents romance, tango, dance, Argentina music, you know, something classical. And on one side of the wall, he had all these black and white photographs. Right. And so he wanted yeah. something that was black and white. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> Two <laughs> colors. It makes my life so much easier. So. I'm thinking of ideas of like things to paint and stuff. Right. And he had these crazy ideas. Like he, he had like basically ideas that would take me like at least three weeks to paint. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Let's meet in the middle and stuff regarding design. And so I came up with an idea of doing stencils, like massive stencils, like stencils, the size of fucking cars. Right. And he, and right. So he agreed to, it. he's like, okay, so if we do like an image of this and image of that an image of that, like basically photographs and stuff, um, he's like, cool. If we do that, we put it together and stuff. It's going to be fantastic. And I'm like, great. You're sending off to this. He's like, sure. So then I've got one day just to get supplies and then kind of like redesign everything, you know, like actually like we talked about it. And then for me to actually put it like the pen to paper and kind of sketch it out and stuff and then get the approval from him and then go to the studio and actually paint it. Dude, man. Oh my God. Everything was last minute, but he, uh, he signed off on the design, uh, the, the budget for like uh, the paints and stuff he signed off on and stuff. And I went to work on Thursday from, uh, 3 PM all the way to 11 PM, which is like last train in Tokyo, working, 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 cutting stencils, setting like backgrounds up and stuff. And then the next day, Friday, and by the way, I didn't sleep, but I went home. Not, I didn't sleep from since Tuesday, right? Just planning all this shit and stuff. And then on Friday, Friday is like my only day to paint. My deadline is 11 o'clock, 11 p.m. on Friday. And so I get there at fucking six o'clock in the morning and I have my wife as a helper. So me and my wife are working and stuff, right? Thank God she helped me. If she didn't help me, dude, I would still be painting that motherfucker. But um, right anyway, we went in there and we just started painting and stuff. And we started painting and painting and painting and painting. And we had so much trouble, dude, because I've never painted like 
in inside of a house. I've painted on buildings. I've painted on concrete. I've done lots of street art. I've done all that shit, but I've never painted on a wall inside a house. And if you got spray paint and you paint on a wall in a house, the, the, the walls absorb paint differently than anything else because it's kind of like a sponge, you know, it's, it's different. Right. And so it's that drywall stuff, right? Exactly. It's the drywall. Right. And it absorbs right. the paint differently where it's like really blotchy. So if I can, like, I had to completely kill my budget and stuff just on paints and buying different kinds of paints. So I had to buy wall paint, you know, the stuff that has the little rolly thing. Oh sure. my God. One thing after another, dude, we had so many problems, but I tell you what, man, Johnny, a.k.a. The Spilt Ink, is motherfucking professional, dude. We fucking, we, we painted that shit up, we, even though we had tons of trouble. Like, it was like fucking 6 p.m. on Friday. And we're like, oh, my God, we only have like a handful of hours left. There's no way we can do this. But let's just do it. Let's just do it. And if we, we don't finish, we're just fucked and we, we'll just forfeit our cash. We don't even care. We'll just fucking forfeit. Who cares, you know? But we did it. We pushed ahead, dude. Fucking mm. do or die, dude. Thunderdome, man. Who's going to survive, man? Well, I tell you one thing. Johnny survived, dude. It was 1059 when we finished. The client showed up at 11 p.m., dude. We were painting right. from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m., dude. And we finished that motherfucker. And it looked pimp as fuck. The client came and he's like, oh, my God. This is exactly what we wanted. This looks amazing. Oh, my God. This is great. I can see that this is Buenos Aires. I can see that uh, this is us tango dancing. And this the, the musician here is a famous guy. You did it. Everything's spot on. I can't, I can't believe you did this. And I'm like, I can't believe I did this. <laughs> dude, I was so delirious, dude. The guy's talking. And he sounded like fucking Charlie Brown's mom, dude. Like, wah, 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 wah. And I'm just like, yeah, thank you. Let's take a photo together. All right. High five. Oh, God, dude. But then as soon as I got home, I, did, I got no sleep that week. As soon as I got home, I had so much adrenaline that it was finished that I couldn't sleep. So I cracked open a bottle of wine and shit pounded nice. that shit and got fucking faded celebrated with my wife dude like a fucking boss dude i showed you the picture of it didn't i uh i have not seen the picture of it no oh my god you haven't seen the picture of the final image all right faders what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna put this image up on the facebook and on the instagram check that out. actually you know what i'm gonna make this the um the, show the thumbnail. thumbnail yeah i'm gonna make it the show yeah. thumbnail and stuff so fucking yeah just go there and you can see this shit it looks fucking awesome dude Oh my God. But the, I mean, I loved it, but I can't believe that I fucking did this, dude. Holy smokes. When push comes. So in Japanese, we'd, we'd say, Otsukari sama deshita, which just means like you must be tired. But we say that like in the, in the way, like, you know, like you've done a great job. Oh, look at that. That's fucking great, man. Yeah. Can you see it? So everybody that's uh, checking this show on, on YouTube, I'm just putting this uh, image right up there to the camera so you can see this. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what I did. Holy shit. But but I, I can't say I did everything. I had a helper. My wife was helping me. Holy shit! What a good wife. <laughs> yeah, but that's off. a <laughs> I project completed. Her. Oh God, yeah. God damn, dude! Fucking! I convinced my wife on her day off to wake up at five o'clock in the morning, take first train all the way to all the way up to Akihabara, just to paint all day until fucking eleven o'clock. But then again, she's my wife, so that basically means like uh, all the money I made just goes for her. So. <laughs> Nice. Earn her money. <laughs> She's nice. got a job too. So anyway, I paid it. But what do you think? You like it? I love it, man. You know what? You can tell, like right behind me, mm -hmm. got the picture of Han Solo. I got, I bought that off of you, and then it's out of it's out of camera shot. But right above me here is a 
Spider-Man picture that you did for me. I bought those. Too. I am also a fan of your art as well. Thank you, dude. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah dude. The, the Han Solo one, actually, I painted that at a nightclub. It actually is a kind of an underground nightclub in Shibuya. No, in Harajuku. Yeah, it's like this under. Oh, my God, dude, this fucking club is fucking crazy. This club is like they have all these like underground shows and shit where they fucking like people sit at tables and then girls dance around and they show their panties or whatever. And fucking. Yeah, I've been there. This this place is fucking completely. And um, yeah, I painted that Han Solo there live at a techno event there. That was like this crazy techno event where all these underground like techno DJs were there. And I was like, okay, techno music and fucking just good times underground. I'm going to paint Han Solo with a record. Hell yeah. I did that. Fucking yeah. Everybody loved it, dude. They're like, oh, Star Wars. Dude, you'd be surprised how many young people in Japan recognize Han Solo. Well, I mean, Harrison Ford's careers expanded beyond Han Solo. I mean, you're you're talking so many different movies. If you if you look back at like what what was his first movie? Probably American Graffiti, or even before that, he had a oh, small yeah. part in, in Apocalypse Now. He was in Apocalypse Now. Yeah, and Lawrence Fishburne was as well, the guy from The Matrix, Lawrence Fishburne. Wow, yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. I know I, American Graffiti, of course. He's the guy in the pickup truck. But, sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, no. I mean, Star Wars, but no fucking people are coming up to me and stuff like, oh, Star Wars. They didn't know his name. But I think one of my friends knew his name and stuff, but he was like kind of a he lived in America. But most people knew that that was Star Wars. And I was like really excited about that. That dude in the uh, which one we call it? The um, it's called Spider-Man that I made for you, dude. That is fucking 3D, man. If you have black light, UV light that switches to like red and blue lights and stuff like that, dude, it looks 3D, dude. Like it's popping off the canvas. It's really, really awesome. And then I've got I've had people ask me where I got that. And I'm like, it's a one of a kind. You can't get it anywhere. You can't get it anywhere, man. Faders, faders, go to my Instagram. Go to my go to this building.com. I'll hook you up. If you're a fader, dude, you definitely get a discount. And fucking a couple of you guys know about this. So um, yeah, it's definitely yeah. true. Um, dude, but the thing is, all right, all right, forget about my week. I want to talk about your week because I'm not the only artist on the show right now, dude. You've been doing some like wild 3D art, dude. Tell me about that. Okay, so one of the things that I do when I'm not doing martial arts is I do 3D printing. So I, I've got a couple 3D printers just to my left here, uh, and uh, they're they're both they're they're both usually turned on when I'm not doing a podcast. So the, the, you can usually hear those things going off all night. And um, basically, I just try to I I download stuff like uh, of course Star Wars stuff, and you can see for example here here's a little a little fat stormtrooper. Oh, dude, put your uh, hand three. behind it. Put your hand behind yep. it. So, oh, uh, three, dude, look at that. Okay, now we can uh, see three it. 3D printed it. Dude, that is it's dope, little... dude. It's like one of yeah. those, uh, what's it called, Mooney toys. Yeah, kind of like, it's kind of like probably based off that. It's probably somebody scanned in scanned in one, mm -hmm. and then um, they put it up on the internet for free, and then I could download the the um, the design and then print it off on my printers. Uh, this one here is a little tiny alien like a xenomorph like from the movie aliens yeah but it's also a pikachu so it's it's a combination of the two. Oh, dude that is dope <laughs> that's yeah. awesome dude, right? dude, you should make that into a keychain or a necklace or something dude that is sick as fuck so what i'm gonna do is i'll probably end up painting him like yellow and black kind of like pikachu but he's you know he's got all the black parts are from this from the alien and then all the yellow parts are from a uh, Pikachu. So I'll end up painting him like yellow and black. Mm -hmm. Here's another alien that I've printed up. You can see this one. This is a half a snail and the top half is, is the Xenomorph alien from aliens. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. God, so it it's called really a snailian. Good. Yeah, a snailian. Snailian. Yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> did you just make that up <laughs> no 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 i wish i could cl- claim that but i think if you i think if you want to know what it looks like if you're just listen, listening to the audio and you type snailian into into google it, it'll probably come up with exactly what i printed off there uh other shit that i printed off uh i got of course i've got a millennium falcon of course see that oh that's dope that's really dope yeah i've got some i got a Bust of Thanos, but I broke it actually. But it's kind of cracked. I'm trying to fix it at the moment. But this is Thanos from the Marvel movies. Yep, there he is. Yep. And this one's kind of cool. This one is a, a like a Japanese style. It's a little Buddha with a stormtrooper helmet on. Oh God, a storm Buddha. <laughs> stormtrooper Buddha. It's That's pretty cool. Buddha. Dude, that yeah. is fucking sick, man. <laughs> Dude, you've been busy. Holy shit. Yeah, well, just, I just play around with these things and print them off all the time. Now, there's two kinds of printers. There's filament printers that print like, um, like you think about like a hot glue gun. Mm-hmm. You know how a hot glue gun makes those little little uh, trails of glue? Yeah. It does that. It has like a plastic filament, and it just sets up the, uh, the design and, and uh, makes a honeycomb inside of the design, mm-hmm. and it prints off uh, characters, right? Like that. That's a that's that's ah- ah- Ahsoka Tano from the Clone Wars. Star Wars oh. fans will know who she is. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah. Yep. I printed her off. What I'm gonna do for our fans, the ones who, the ones who sign up for Patreon and who uh, get entered in for the raffle, I'm gonna put yeah. one of these inside the inside the uh, the raffle box so they can, they can have one for free. What a fucking yep. original Jeremy 3D printed art piece, dude. That's awesome, Correct. man. That's yeah, correct. Jimmy, yeah, can you I mean, explain the? Oh, please go for it. I was gonna say. I mean, I you say it's an art piece. I mean, it's it's it just takes time and patience. But uh, you're the one with all the talent, sir. Talent, <laughs> man. I've just been doing this for a long time. <laughs> I put in my ten thousand years on this. Most people put in ten thousand hours. I'm at years. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's my thing. I, I just been doing it for such a long time, man. But uh, no, but I think that's really, really, really cool, man. Dude, if I had a 3D printer, what would I print? I print like keys, just in case if I lost a key, I, I would have a key or something, or yeah. credit Easy cards and stuff, so I could like steal credit cards and have tons of money. <laughs> <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> Uh, we we do not condone these kind of illegal acts, but uh, it I might know. be possible. Of course not. No, don't do that. That'd be terrible. No. I don't know, man. Nothing illegal. <laughs> Is that illegal? so? Um, while you were slaving away uh, on on the weekend on your painting, mm-hmm. I and my wife we we uh we took a we took a ferry boat over to a different island. We you know we we live here in Kyushu. Yeah. And um, yeah. if you if you're a fan of uh. PlayStation video games, you might have heard of the game called The Ghosts of Tsushima. That's a very, very popular video game now on the PlayStation platform. So it's like a, it's like a, it's like a samurai movie video game. And uh, we went over to the um, Tsushima Strait, uh, which is at the bottom half of Nagasaki Prefecture. You might have heard of Nagasaki. Something happened there in the 40s. Yeah. So it's at the very bottom, and it's like a, it's a little tiny island. So out of all the the islands down there neighboring like Tsushima there's only like four that have habitants on it so the habitants are I mean there's not very many people on there I think that I'm looking at right now the Wikipedia says there's 28,000 people maybe and it's a it's a 56 square miles so it's a 
138 square kilometers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a very small little island, but beaches, man, holy shit, those beaches are awesome. You're talking about crystal blue water with uh, you know, tropical fish inside inside there, and and uh, and it's just the scenery's gorgeous. We'll put some photo uh, up on 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 the podcast, but you, um, amazing photos. And it's the another cool part was like it's right there next to neighboring to uh, Tsushima. So from the video game. So if you've ever played that video game, you get kind of a look of what samurai life was back then. So one other cool thing on the island is it has its own brewery. What? Yeah, it has it has its own little brewery. It has and it has a pub, a small like a like a microbrewery. Like a microbrewery. And it has like a four table pub in front of in front of the brewery. Nice. And it was right across the street from our hotel. Mm. So I popped in there. Yeah. <laughs> Popped in there. I had a couple uh, other beers. They had a sampler set, so I got like uh, four, four of their beers mm-hmm. in the half pints. So it, it really, really good beers, man. Really good beers. Nice. What's the name of the company? Do you remember? Yes. Uh, it, ironically, it's called Island Brewery. Island Brewery. Wait. Yeah. Wait. Wow. Okay. Island Brewery. I think that may be copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean. They have their, their their little shop there, and the cool part is like all the buildings pretty much are old fashioned. They're like, I don't think anything's been built beyond 1970s there. So all the buildings and even the old brewery and stuff are all these old fashioned Japanese buildings with the sliding doors. You know, they look like they they had paper windows at one point. Yep, yep. So it's just like that. So it's pretty cool walking around in there, and then they they take a lot of pride in in their brewery. So the guy was like a opening the door and showing me where, where he brews everything himself. Oh my god, did yeah. you take photos? I did. I have photos of that. Dude, upload that shit! Oh my god, <laughs> dude, fucking a, a traditional Japanese microbrewery that's not in Tokyo or the Tokyo area. Dude, that yeah. is pimp as fuck, dude. Yeah, fucking support those guys, dude. Faders, if you come to Japan, dude, I, I'm serious, man. A lot of times, like when people come to Japan and stuff, they just stay in Tokyo. And I did the same thing. I did the same thing. I'm, I'm guilty, just like everybody else. But the thing is, just like the longer that I've been here, I've realized that Tokyo is awesome. There's so much to see and so much to do in Tokyo. Tokyo is a lot of fun. But just just getting the fuck out of Tokyo and just seeing like the really, 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 actually the real Japan, the real like, yeah. kind of like way on the countryside kind of stuff, dude. That shit is fucking awesome. And another thing about that is there's no fucking tourists. You're not, I mean, if you go to Harajuku, dude, in some parts of Harajuku, there's like no Japanese. You could like some parts, yeah. it's not, I mean, there's Japanese, but it's just like, you know, the, you'll, you'll see like, like 50 like foreigners, all are tourists, all trying to like buy like, you know, one of those crepe things or whatever that has like the Mickey Mouse ears on it, you know, for some yeah. reason. I don't know why they do that, but it's like a popular thing or whatever. And you're just like, wait, Japanese people don't even eat that stuff, you know? But the thing is, if you go to like a deep, 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 deep place like this, dude, you're getting the real deal, man. And the people there, they have pride, they have honor, and they have history for like whatever they're doing and stuff, be it beer, be it like a knife crafting, whatever it is and stuff, you know? But uh, dude, that is fucking awesome, Jeremy. I, that That's fuck, I, dude, when I, when me and the missus finally are able to leave Tokyo, dude, we want to visit you and we want you to take us to all these cool places, dude. So you're going to, you're going to be the Fukuoka guy over there, dude. You can be like, okay, we're going to take you to this brewery. And we're gonna, oh, and Shochu distilleries and stuff. Yes. Yes. Please, yeah. man. Dude, that'd be so, so awesome. So speaking about Shochu, they also have their own Nagasaki Shochu down there. And when we went to a restaurant, like an Izakaya, the first thing they wanted to do is they want us to sh- try their Shochu. 
Uh, and because, like you said, there's no foreigners around. They want people to try it, right? And, so and I tried it. Down, they're like, before you sit down, yeah. try this. Try this. Try this. Yeah. Because you're not going to be able to walk around afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it this is great, strong. though. It's <laughs> awesome, dude. Oh, really, God. really good stuff. I can't wait to come out there, dude. That is fucking dope as shit. Faders, you got to fucking explore. Get out of Tokyo. Spend about a week in Tokyo, and a week is all you need, dude. And then after that, like, if you come to Japan, I, I recommend coming to Japan for two weeks. Spend one week in Tokyo, and then get the fuck out of Tokyo, man. Go to fucking Nagasaki. Go to fucking Niigata. Go fucking easy. Oh, God, easy is beautiful. The people down there are fantastic, too. Yeah, just go to all these amazing places and just enjoy the real Japan, dude. You got to spend at least one week in Tokyo, though. I think one week's about enough, though. If you're a scuba diver, um, Japan is a hidden gem. People don't know that you can scuba dive around here. But, man, Japan's made up of small islands. And what's around small islands? The ocean. So you can go scuba diving. If you can't <laughs> scuba dive, you can go like me and my wife. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a scuba diver. She is, too. But we, we don't want to do it all the time. But uh, we go snorkeling, man. We just take a mask and some fins. Snorkel. And then get in that water and, and like swim around, look at look at all the cool life, like all the tropical fish. So one of the cool things you're going to see around in Japan is because of the current that comes from the Philippines, you're going to get a mix of 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 hot water, hot environment, like a, a hot you know tropical area fish, and also cold water fish. Because as that as that current comes down past the Philippines, it comes over, it hits the coast of Japan, and all all the Japanese islands. It brings all that sea life in here, so you get a mix of of tropical and cold water fish here. And this is like one of the only places in the world where you get to see stuff like that. That is awesome, dude! Oh my god, I got to learn how to swim. <laughs> I got to. You just how learned to how to drive, man. <laughs> Take one step at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the whole driver's license thing. Okay, that's going to be a show within itself. Baders, I'm trying to get a driver's. All right. I've got an American driver's license. I've been driving since I was 15. And uh, I'm trying to get a Japanese driver's license, I'm trying to get it converted. And I'll tell you one thing it is the biggest ordeal. Holy smokes. You know, all right, that, I'm going to save that for another show. That's another show. Listen, don't even cry. Dude, I've had like fucking a couple of beers and stuff. So <laughs> I'm at the point, if we talk about a different subject, I'm going to talk about the subject for like 30 minutes and stuff. So let's like four hour program. <laughs> to oh edit. My God, yeah, that's a different episode, the driver's license thing. But I got to learn how to drive or learn how to first. <laughs> Why do I drink so much? Oh, my God. Hmm. But um, yeah, dude, Fukuoka, going back to the original point, Fukuoka, I definitely got to come out to Fukuoka. Faders, you got to go on to Fukuoka. And that is amazing that you went to that microbrewery, dude. Please uh, fucking post photos of that because, I mean, that, that I think that would be super cool for everybody just to uh, see and enjoy, and especially myself. Actually, you know, forget about the faders. I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what what i'll do is i'll throw them up on the on our facebook page and then you can take them and put them on instagram and stuff sounds good man that sounds cool groovy man absolutely groovy um yeah sweet dude well okay so my week was absolutely insanely busy but productive and good your week was relaxing but you know oh wait wait but you've been printing out the 3d things like i, I got a question how long does it take to print out like a 3d like, uh, let's say the Pikachu, the Pikachu Xenomorph. How long does right. it print something out like that, which is about the size of like um, a quarter of a cell phone? Yeah, something like, like so. cell phone you have. <laughs> yeah. So something like this, you can see that this little fella has a lot of details. Yeah. If he took about maybe 
two hours to print. Oh, that takes two hours? Yeah. And now the big stormtrooper that I showed you earlier, mm-hmm. that some bitch took like four, four or five hours to print. I can't remember. It's like four or five hours to print him because he's quite big. So the thing is, the thing is you can print them diff- in different ways. This is the artist, artist part. If you make it solid, it takes a lot longer. Or you can make it hollow, which means that it's very, it could be very brittle when you're finished with it. Like if you drop it, it'll break. Yeah. But um, what, one thing it does do is it saves you on, on media. So these, these bottles of photoreactive uh, resin are not cheap. So the, they're cost? usually around. Bottle. Yeah, bottle. Th- those are about twenty-five bucks a bottle. You can get a lot of prints out of them, though, if you, especially if you're doing them hollow. So, but if you if you screw up and you don't set it to be hollow and you start to print like a giant Thanos bust, like I did here, you can see this one is. I started to print a Thanos bust, and I ran out of, I ran out of media because I didn't set it as hollow. It's solid. Oh my god! Like, can you use that? Like, all right, once it's like completely printed like that, can you like use it for something different? Can you melt it down or something? Or once it's already printed, I mean, that's that. Well, like, um, so for example, if I I'm using this as a stand for other stuff, but okay, uh, cool. All right, cool. Yeah. So what you could do, it, like, because you'll have like sometimes you'll have supports. Like sometimes when you're printing something, think about how like a, a, a line printer goes line by line. You beep, 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 beep. Sometimes yeah. if you're printing something like um, like an alien, aliens' bodies are not straight up and down. They're kind of more of like an angle. Yeah. Right? So you have to have supports that touch the base of the printer because you can't just print in the air, right? You, it doesn't just print up in the air. So, so it, it might... Like the bottom to the top? Yeah, it goes like it it goes it goes line by line, like layer by layer, like one millimeter by one millimeter. Okay. okay. Which, which of course, you can change depending on if you if you want to change the the length of your of your print. It's these are all the finer details you can change in the code. This where the you can make it thicker. Yeah, this is where the art comes in. You can make it thicker. You can make it thinner. You can change the hollow. You can do solid. All kinds of cool shit. Wow. Like you said, this is this is where the art comes in, and uh, yeah, you can. you can take those supports and you can reuse those like uh, for patching. Like when something breaks, you can, you, you can kind of fill it in and then put some resin on it. And then you take a, a light like this one, this is a UV light. And if you shine it on, if you shine it on, onto um, this resin, it gets hard. So you take the liquid resin, you put a drop in there and you shine this on it and you can stick stuff to it. Like for example, if you wanted to print like a giant sword, like a Voltron sword, Mm-hmm. Your printer is only about that, you know, maybe a, a foot or so long, or an, and maybe a foot tall. Mm-hmm. So you print off in sections, and then you take some of that resin and you do that light trick, and you weld it together. Basically, you print piece by piece, and then you build it like a puzzle, and, and then you, you shine. You can like fix it with like UV light. UV light is like strong enough to like melt it or like fuse it together. No, this liquid, this this resin, it reacts to UV light. No, dude, my yeah. whole life is UV light. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when when you're when you're printing something, you don't want to have, you don't want to have like light sunlight shining in your room. You want to have a dark area that's well ventilated. Oh, it's like you, old you, school you, photography, right? Kind of like that, yeah. So it's photosensitive, right? So it's sensitive to light. Mm. Dude, that's insane. Um. All right. Question. 
All right, all right. What's the name? I got the word. What's it called? Kintsugi. Kintsugi. Where it's like basically, it's like um, it's like the traditional Japanese art form where they have like a mm-hmm. dish or a plate and they break it on purpose and then they fuse it back together with gold, like actual right, gold, right. What's it called? Right. Gin, gin means gold. Gintsugi. Is that Gintsugi or Gintsugi? Uh, probably. Is it Gintsugi? I know it's G. It's, it's probably it's probably key because it means spirit or something like that. It's probably like Gintsugi. I think so. I'm not sure. I'm okay. I'm just talking out of my ass now. <laughs> <laughs> We're just <laughs> words in Japanese at this point. No, yeah. no, but there's a there's an art form in Japan where basically it's like I know a pottery or a dish and it's broken, like it's like a white dish or something, or something that's very simple, and they break yeah. it sometimes on purpose, sometimes by accident, but then they fuse it together, but they use solid gold, and that gold is becomes like the art form, right? So it's the art mm-hmm. form of taking something traditional and fusing it together, but they use gold making it modern, right? And right. Called Kintsuki. I, I think that's it for some reason. But anyway, somebody, somebody out there, Google this, please. <laughs> I could Google it, but uh, I'm lazy and I'm kind of uh, faded. So <laughs> the thing is, it's just like uh, maybe, maybe it would be kind of cool to take 3D prints, right? You've got this right. completely, completely, extremely like state of the art technology, but then you combine it with like traditional Japanese tech te- or uh, art an art form that's like what like a thousand years old. It's from like the Mia Prefecture. I know Mia. Right. Is it from Mia or Edo? It might be from Edo, but no, no, no. It's before Edo. Well, anyway, it's from like over like four or five hundred years ago, and you combine the two, right? That could be kind right. of cool. So if you got like a stormtrooper. And then you break it, right? So if it's hollow and you break it, but then you fuse it together using gold, that could be pretty awesome, dude. That would and be pretty good, man. Very expensive. Very expensive. I'm going to Google yeah. that Kintsugi. God damn it, dude. But I, instead of using gold, you could probably use a different color filament or different color resin. Because there's all kinds of colors. I mean, I use just gray and black or white. But there's there's rainbow colors. There's all kinds of different things you can do with it if you want to get into that aspect of it. Yeah, you can do anything and everything. Uh, kintsugi, K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I. I was right, kintsugi. Yeah, kintsugi. Oh man, you could do all sorts of cool shit with this, dude. Oh my god, yeah, faders. Google kintsugi, K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I. Holy shit, dude! Actually, don't Google faders. Don't Google anything. Jeremy, copyright this right now. <laughs> copyright. Copyright now. 2021. Kintsugi, Kintsugi, Kintsugi. Holy yeah. shit! I mean, th- this looks really fucking awesome, dude. I mean, this is something like that's just like really, really like kind of like 1980s, like at the time period retro. Plus, like very traditional. But if you take that aspect and you bring it to like what you're doing, dude. That is like right. nobody's ever done before. Kintsugi 3D. Oh, that's the term. Kintsugi 3D, dude. It fucking rhymes, <laughs> man. Dude, holy I shit. Do this. They could be like a SoundCloud rapper's name. What's his name? Not Tatakashi 60. No, it's T- Kintsugi 3D. Dude, oh, holy shit, dude. That's fucking dope. God, I love That it. is dope, bro. <laughs> we can't... gotta copyright all the stuff before we put this episode out. Now I'm going to put this up in like a minute, dude. So you got fucking 30 seconds to fucking count. <laughs> 30 seconds, man. Countdown. It's the final countdown. Oh, man. 
Speaking of countdown, man, I think it's time that we break into the news. Are you- oh, hell yeah. We got the news, faders. We got so much news right now that is crazy. Our last interview that we did with Yumi was marvelous. That was such a great interview. She was so, so spectacular. Oh, my God. Very kind. Very, very fun to talk to. Oh, fun to talk to. And oh, my gosh, faders. Did you check out her YouTube videos? Did you check out her stand-up comedy, dude? She oh, so good. Hilarious. There's a there's a good one called Japanese Bush. Just type in her name and and Japanese and followed by the word Japanese Bush. Oh, it's it's the best. That's such a great uh, a great set. It's so true too. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I know what it is. Oh God. All right. Yeah. So that was so you. You mean to tell me that they don't have little mosaics down there? Uh, you know what? A lot of times uh, Japanese porn is actually filmed in Hawaii and Guam, and uh, that's why they don't have the mosaics. Don't I thought I thought like the real Japanese girls had mosaics down there. Oh, in real life? No, it's in true. real life. No, it's, no, no, and it's true. They actually do, but they, they take it off when they go to Hawaii and Guam. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's like a chastity belt. <laughs> right on. You just need the Photoshop key, and then you can take it off. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, geez. I'm getting faded, dude. And actually, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get some more beers and then we're going to get fucking bad faded, which means this news is going to be out of the control, dude. Holy shit. This is one of those episodes where Johnny gets too fucking drunk. Dude, it's fucking like 45 degrees fucking centigrade in this apartment, dude. All right. I am actually not home. I'm actually at my friend's house taking care of her cats and stuff. She's on vacation. So I'm in her attic. And that's why I got this awesome background. And it is 45 degrees here. Holy smokes. So that means I'm getting faded fast. And um, that means I need something to cool me down. I need to get some beers. And then I'm going to get even more faded. Uh, Jeremy, what are you drinking, by the way? Oh, I got my standard lemon chuhai here in my Spider-Man cup. Fantastic. A chuhai. Maybe I should get that. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with beer. I'm going to stick with beer. But chuhai is awesome, dude. Wait, is that the one that you make? Yeah, like you buy you buy the shochu and then you buy the lemon, and then yeah, just throw it throw in a, a shot of of uh, seltzer water in there as well. Soda soda water. Mm-hmm. God, I love it when a plant comes together. That is awesome. That sounds great, dude. If I was with you right now in Fukuoka, we'd be scuba yeah. diving and then we'd be drinking that shit and doing this podcast, dude. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> mm. Well, on that note, let's take a little break, and when we come back, dude. We're going to do the news. We got some amazing news. We, I, all right. That's why I brought up Yumi. We, we we haven't done the news in like three weeks because Yumi and then our last guest and stuff. But we've got some motherfucking news. This news is fucking insane. So, faders, fasten your seatbelt. Pour yourself a drink. Actually, no, that sounds really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Step on the gas and drive towards children. <laughs> Let's make sure that you're away from anything with wheels. No cars, no skateboards, no scooters, no bicycles, no nothing. Let's make sure that you're at home in your office at school. Now, then pour yourself a drink and then let's get fucking faded together. Holy shit. Yeah, stay away from any kind of a vehicle. Bad news, bad news. That's bad. All right. And that note, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> They're going to be our next news subject. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Don't wind up on our show. It's never good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, we'll see you in five minutes. Peace. Peace. Peace.
Hey yo, what's up, Baders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. If you're gonna get your fade on, 
you gotta get your fan on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fit on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come by, Jeremy. Come by, Come by my brother. Come by. We are back after a long, 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 long break. Um, so I hope you're just as faded as I am. Faders, I hope that you are as faded as I am. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I am hot. It is almost October and I'm in an attic. And uh, this place here is like 35 degrees, I think, 34 degrees uh, centigrade, which is like, what is that in uh, Fahrenheit? That's got to be like, what, 80s? I think that's uh, hot. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> and I feel good. Oh, my God. It is hot as fuck in this place. Damn, it's hot. The only thing that's cool is you, the faders, and my beer. Oh, man. Dang. Hell yeah, dude. And I love this beer. Dude, I'm drinking the fucking Asahi. It's not, you know, I usually drink Asahi Super Dry. But right now, I'm drinking the Asahi The Rich. Oh, those are those are actually really good. And they're cheap, too. Yeah, dude. They're like 200 yen for a fucking big boy. And the thing is, like, they got this tangy, they got this tangy, like, sharpness to them. Which is yeah. cool. It's like refreshing, you know. But when you drink like yeah. a lager for like a long time, like a Japanese lager for a long time, then when you drink like something like this, you're like, "Wow, that's pleasant." It's a nice thing to drink every so often, you know. It's like fucking a pork steak after a fucking beef steak after a while or something. I don't know. Have you tried Yona Yona? Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. Those are fantastic, dude. Oh man. Yeah. They only come in small cans. They do. They only come in small cans. That's from a microbrewery in. I think it's Nagano. Is it Nagano? A Japanese Nagano. Nagano. Yeah. But um, yeah, they only come in small cans. But the thing is, when it comes to like Yona Yona and Aouni, like uh, those two beers, they uh-huh. got to be ice cold. If they're warm, yeah, agree. lukewarm, they taste like shit. But if they're ice cold, they're like the best beers ever. Oh, my God. Those are like the best, amazing, the most amazing Japanese beers. But they got to be ice cold. Same thing with Ebisu. I love Ebisu beer, but it's got to be from a can and it's got to be ice cold. If it's on right. the top, no. If it's in a bottle, no. If it's lukewarm or fucking room temperature, go fuck yourself. Dude, it's got to be fucking ice cold. That beer is sick as fuck if it's from a can that's ice cold. So the thing is, if you can get your hands on that outside of Japan, uh, Ebisu, throw that six pack in your fucking freezer. Wait a while, not where it's frozen, but just wait a while where it's like ice cold and then pull it out and drink that shit and fucking you're welcome. And there you go, man. That's the way to the, enjoy it. 
the best way to cool off those beers, and this is the way I like to do it, is like you get one of those coolers, those big coolers, and you put like a few blocks of ice in there. Mm-hmm. Then you fill it up with water because ah. the, the, the ice will make the water cold. So you don't have to just pour all ice in there. You want water in there too. And then you then you dunk those abisus or the yona yonas into the water. So yeah. they're, they're underneath the, underneath all the ice in the, in the ice cold water. Then you wait about 30 minutes. Then you stick your hand in there and you, it's so cold that your hand hurts being in that, in that cold ass water and you pull it out and you pop it open and whoo, that is some good beer, man. You know what that reminds me of? Summertime. Well, that <laughs> yeah. reminds me of a Budweiser or a Bud Light commercial from the 1980s with Spud McKenzie. Remember that dog Spud McKenzie? He's surrounded with yeah. all sexy girls and shit. He's like a dog with like a patch over his eye. And these big buff dudes with like small dicks because they're over in Speedos. They reach their hand in that fucking like that, that, that cooler and pull up that <laughs> ice cold beer. And you look at them, you're like, man, these guys are buff, but they got no wiener. Because the beer is so cold, dude. Shrinkage. Boom! <laughs> you don't have to look at their dicks, bro. <laughs> they're wearing Speedos, dude. They're surrounded by fucking, like, super hot girls wearing fucking, like, uh, whatchamacallit, those 1980s fucking one pieces and stuff, dude. And by the way, those... Banana girls, hammocks. Those, oh, yeah. God. Those girls, all right, yeah, they had the huge hair. They had the fucking hair, like, the fucking band... Sp- uh, was it not Spinal Tap, but Poison and shit. Cinderella, whatever, but you, they had that huge hair, but dude, they were hot as fuck, dude, especially when you're fucking like, wait, 1980s? I must have been like six years old. I'm watching them like, dude, I love this commercial, and I love dogs, <laughs> and I love beer. Holy smokes, my life has changed. I think Budweiser changed a whole revolu- a whole generation with those commercials, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that, that Budweiser, I'm from the South, man. Budweiser has influenced families and family making for generations definitely definitely so yeah 100 percent. well speaking of influencing people let's read the news fuck yeah son <laughs> we got so much news man all right i th- this episode is off the rails but you know what sometimes it's fun just to get fucking faded and like really faded and hang out with you guys and i really hope that you guys are getting just as faded as we are right now because i mean fucking getting faded together is like the best thing ever dude it's like so much fun and um as long as you're not doing anything stupid no no firearms no cars no we nothing with wheels no wheels stay away from wheels Anything and stay away from speedos. Speedos, I you know you know speedos is a gray area. (laughs) All right, right, I'm gonna read the first one. All right, here we go. First, all right, man arrested after hitting police car with candy bar. No, I'm sorry, man arrested after hitting (laughs) police car with bar. With bar, he he hit a police car with a bar. Okay, let, let's read on and see what this has to say. Please, in uh, let me just blow this up, dude. I'm fucking faded, but I love it. Please, in Oyama, Tochigi Prefecture, arrested a 56 year old man after he hit a police patrol car with an iron bar <laughs> and threatened police officers. Whoa, now that's a bad idea. According to police, the incident occurred at around 3 a.m. Dude, if it was 3 a.m., it's expected. 3 p.m., you're like, dude, this guy's insane. 3 a.m., you're like, yeah, this kind of shenanigans happens at 3 a.m. This is like the shenanigans that happens only at 3 a.m. Saturday, Fuji TV reported police said the wife of Tomoyuki Shirota, a demolition worker, a demolition worker, 
called 110, aka 911, and said her husband was swinging a bar making threats. Dude, um, <laughs> demolition man, dude. Uh, this is what the demolition man does, dude. A demol- demolition man fucking fuck shit up, dude. Of course, dude. Uh, when police arrived, Shirota came out onto the street and swung his bar at the patrol car, uh, smashing one of its front lights. He also threatened officers before being subdued. Oh, man. You know, that means they pinata his ass, man. They just turned him into a pinata. <laughs> they pull out their little, their little, uh, those, they had those flip things there. They flip out the, uh, the, the metal rods. It's got that big ball on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They flip, they flip those things out and then they just go pop, 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 and just pinata your ass, man. Oh, my God. Game did, over. Did they have to do that? See, they should probably just tase the guy and just put him in a cell until he sobers up. When police arrived, Shiro came out of the street and swung his bar at the... Oh, I just read that. Police said Shiro, who appeared to be intoxicated after listening you to think? the Got in Japan, <laughs> has admitted <laughs> to the charge. Oh, my God, dude. Could you imagine this guy? This poor guy. Then again, you know, I mean, if you're fucking faded, dude, don't fucking have a bar or any weapons like that. If, if you're fucking faded, you should have a remote control in your hand, and that remote control goes in Netflix. <laughs> it's your Apple no TV. Kidding. That's the only bar you should have in your that. That and a candy bar or maybe your dick. <laughs> this guy this guy is sitting there going, those two fucking f- gaijins on Got Faded Japan influenced me to make me drink more. It's their fault. 100% oh, their fault. Don't, don't, do not say that, dude. I don't need that kind of a lawsuit. That is point of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, dude! Please, faders, no! I drink responsibly, dude. Fucking never, fucking listen to anything we say or do. Please, never no. take us seriously. Never yeah. take us seriously. Oh man! Well, on the, and on that note, your story. Okay, um, your story was interesting. Mine gets into the gross area, of course. Elementary school teacher arrested after leaving smartphone in girls' changing room. Oh, but no. he needs to die. He must die. Yep. Okay, this happened in your in your neighborhood, Tokyo. So Japan is no stranger to unfortunate crime crimes of perversion, but typically when the perpetrator is caught, they they're honest about what they did and 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 tell you why. For example, the man who peed on in a co-worker's drink bottle because he liked her confessed to that. Uh, well, uh, well, he peed in her in her bottle because he liked her. That was, That's that was what you do when you was that three weeks ago we covered the three. That was like three weeks ago. Yeah, we read that story in here, but I mean, yeah, he liked her, so at least he was, at least he was spreading the love, right? <laughs> I, I don't think he is spreading the love. <laughs> hey man, I don't, I don't judge. Whatever you're into. Oh, check, check your messages on your on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeremy, why do you send me these photos? I know you love. Oh, sorry about that, man. <laughs> Spreading the love. Spreading the love. All right, all right. It's peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It makes no sense. All right. Continue. Please read on. Okay. All right. So it, it continues on. It says, but sometimes they don't want to admit to what they've done. Uh, such was the case with a recent incident in, at an elementary school in Numata, Guma Prefecture. Oh. Uh, Hirotoshi Oh No, his name is Oh No, Hirotoshi Oh No, a 28-year-old male teacher who worked at a school was arrested on September 16th for leaving his smartphone in the girls' changing room, fucking asshole, and recording with it. 
It was apparently hidden inside the cover of a uh, of a dictionary, and the police investigated it and contacted the principal's uh, school principal. Wow! Oh no! Has admitted that leaving the smartphone inside the girls' changing room. He also said, uh, "This this is the reason why he did it. I put it in there uh, where." Uh, in case there were any problems in the changing room. Oh, fuck, dude. He's not even a good liar. That's like a pretty... I hate to be his lawyer. His lawyer's like, uh, we're going to go with this defense again? Oh, God. Listen, oh, no. We're going to win. <laughs> Listen, oh, no. Shut the fuck up. You're a, you're a creep, dude. You're a fucking creep. Shut the fuck up. Don't make any statements. Yeah. This guy, dude, you made a fucking retarded fucking this statement, dude. He's going to go to fucking prison for this shit. Thank God on that note, dude. Lock him yeah. up and throw away the game. Elementary school. What is that? Like six years old? That's yeah. Those are still babies, man. That guy's a fucking creep. Like that's no, a child. There's got to be a word that's beyond a creep. A creep can mean like anything like I'm a creep, like Radiohead or some shit. Fucking like there's got to be like um, there's got to be a word worse than the creep. Can we make up a word? Let's just call him a fucking. What can we call him? All right, let's have a contest. Yeah. We'll give away a three D printed uh, piece of art if you come up with a good uh, a good name to call a creep that's beyond creepy, like Johnny said. Dude, fucking dude. email it to us, <laughs> or go to our YouTube fa- our YouTube page. We need YouTube hits, y'all. Go to our YouTube page and. Follow us and leave a comment. We'll, we'll yeah, choose dude, one out of the comments. We just started YouTube. God, we are so late to YouTube. We're like fucking <laughs> 10 years late to YouTube, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But I brought us back. We're, we're there now. We're, there we're also now. on TikTok. Yeah. Go to TikTok. <laughs> Instagram, all that shit. Yeah, we just started doing that shit. All right. All right. So fucking, yeah. All right. This guy's fucking cringe. He's like fucking capital cringe motherfucker. All right. Let's move on to the next story. <clears throat> Okay, the next story. Um, hooray! Saito-san dies of apparent autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I, I read that wrong. I read that wrong. Sorry. Hooray-san, Saito-san dies of apparent autoerotic asphyxiation. Sorry, that, that, this is a sad thing. This try, is a good thing. Try that again in English? Yeah, yeah no, no, no. This, actually, this is a Norm MacDonald joke. Norm MacDonald actually came up with this joke, and that this is right here. This is my homage for uh, Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald, Kampai, wherever you are, Kampai. He, he made the same joke on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, that's my story. All right, Jeremy, you get the next story. <laughs> All right. Man dies of stab wounds after being left outside a hospital. Well, where else would he be? Okay. This happened in Kyoto. Kyoto used to be the capital of Japan, but it's no longer. Yeah. Uh, now it's yeah. Tokyo. So uh, police in my, uh, Miyazu, Kyoto Prefecture, uh, have arrested a 59, 59-year-old man on suspicion of moita after he left a 50-year-old man bleeding from stab wounds outside the hospital on Thursday morning uh, and then drove away. The man identified as Masataka Hiragi, Died a short time later at uh, at another hospital. Why why didn't they just take him into the hospital he was outside of? Oh, uh, you don't know about this? Nuh-uh. <clears throat> Hospitals Go can ahead. reject any patient. 
Like if they don't have, if, if there's a doctor that doesn't want to deal with them, or if they don't have enough hospital beds, or if there's any kind of thing, a hospital can reject somebody. So the thing is like, let's say, uh, let's say you get shot in the leg or you get in a car accident where your leg is broken or something like that. And you go to a hospital in an ambulance, the hospital could be like, ah, oh, you know what? We don't want to deal with them. Send them somewhere else. So you could go to like three, four, five, six different hospitals in Japan before somebody takes you. You think that's a joke? It's actually real because fucking when I was an English teacher, fucking many, many, like 20 years ago and shit, I fucking like taught a fucking like a, a ambulance driver. And that's what he told me. So, yeah, really? So don't they have to stabilize you? I think like put a bandaid on or stop the bleeding or something. Um, I don't know what they do, but they don't have to take you to a hospital. So what the hospital an ambulance would do, would, would they would call in a hospital and say, hey, yeah, this guy, he's fucking he's got this injury. He's this kind of a person and this, 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 this. They give him all the information and they can say yes or no. And in yeah. some cases, a hospital, an ambulance will drive to another prefecture just to get a guy to go to a hospital. That's a fucking fact, Jack. Yeah. And also, um, one cool thing about Japan is um, ambulances don't cost you a dime here. So, yeah. The, so that's the negative and the plus. Yeah. Just try to keep it positive, man. I got to be honest, though. I can't be like all lying and shit like, yo, it's all good. But yeah, no, it's a uh, you got to be careful. Yeah. So if all right. Faders. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm going to tell the faders when you come to Japan, no knife fighting, no knife fighting. Yeah. Stay away from knives unless you're a cook. And if you're a cook, just be careful. Yeah. Just be careful. Be careful. Maybe maybe have one one less beer. <laughs> tonight, faders. Dude, I'm sweating, dude. I'm fucking drinking just so I can keep myself cool. So let's uh let's hop back into the story here. The the suspect, Yasuaki Kinoshita. Oh, there's there's a name that keeps popping up. Um was arrested about 90 minutes later in a nearby tank in the nearby Tango City uh on a, uh, after a street surveillance foot footage identified his car. A bloodstained knife was found in his car. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna suspect that was probably the the Maida weapon. Maybe they right? were cooking. Maybe they were cooking. Maybe Don't judge, cooking. right? Yeah, we're we're at, not here to judge. Awesome barbecue, but Heineken's hijinks pursued. Hijinks ensued, and then oh, uh, Hiragi fucking got in the way of my knife. I was doing my little knife kata. And then old Hiragi kept getting in front, turning around, getting in front of me, turning around, you know, got stabbed several times. Stabbed Shit happens. I bet he learned his lesson. So uh, Hiragi uh, received emergency treatment uh, from several stab wounds to his chest at the hospital before being transferred to another hospital where he consequently died. Police say that Kinoshita, whose address and occupation are currently unknown, has admitted to the charge. Police said Hiraga, uh, Hiragi managed a nearby pharmacy, and he and Konishita, uh, Konishita-san knew each other. Hmm. Sounds like they had a little bit of a problem. Oh, dude, yeah. Uh, I, I'm assuming that it's uh, money. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking probably one guy loaned some money. Hmm. Oh, man. Well, you know, the good thing is, he took him to the hospital. Bad thing is, he didn't take him inside. 
So, I mean, like, the thing is, if you have any trouble with any of your friends whatsoever and stuff, I mean, you never go further than, like, uh, verbal uh, disagreements. But if it reaches, like, fucking stabby stabby and shit, take them inside the hospital, not outside. Outside is bad. Inside is good. Inside is good. Yeah, just slowing down your car, opening the door, kicking them out, that's not helping. Yeah, dude, that is not helping at all. All right, moving forward. Next story. 77-year-old woman out on bail over son's murder arrested for killing sister. My God, this is like the movie Halloween. Jesus, Louises. Seriously. Police in Hamura City, Tokyo, said that Tokyo, they have arrested a 77-year-old woman on suspicion of killing a 74-year-old sister at their home. The woman had been arrested in April over the death of the 47-year-old son, but was out on bail. How can you get on bail for fucking murder? That's fucking crazy. How awesome is this chick with a knife? She's definitely a good cook. Uh, She's got that knife fucking style like, like like a Navy SEAL. Holy shit. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, all these people are really old, so it's probably not that difficult. 74 or 47 year old son of 74 year old sister. Yeah, they can't run that fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, according to police, Akikuya Kodemoa is accused of strangling her sister, Kimiko Gota, at the residence at around 11 a.m. on Monday. Sonika Shimbun reported. Police said Kodaima called uh, 110, a.k.a. 911, at around 1 p.m. and confessed to killing her younger sister. God damn it. She's got... A- well, she used jujitsu, man. She got her in the rear naked choke and fucking put put, Kimo- put Goto-san out. I, I, I guess so. I don't know. Uh, so she killed her son, then she killed her sister. Why would she do that? Holy shit. She killed her son in April. It says April. But then she went to jail. And then yeah. she got on on bail. She killed her sister. Dude, I think she's a crazy bitch that got written out of a will. Like maybe yes, the there's some died. family yeah. issue. Yeah, the dad died. The dad left everybody millions of dollars except for her. She's a crazy bitch. And so what does she do? She fucking pulls a crazy bitch card and fucking kills everybody in your family like fucking Michael Myers and fucking Halloween. Holy shit. Uh, Goto was unconscious when taken to the hospital and died on Monday afternoon. Kode Moa was quoted as saying her ailing sister had requested to be killed. Nobody requests to be killed. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, to dispute. <laughs> she says she wanted me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, I hope she's got a good lawyer. Even if she has yeah. a good lawyer, she's fucked. Uh, meanwhile, police revealed that Korema had been charged and released on bail in July in connection with the death of her son in April when they were living in Akiruro no uh, city in Tokyo. Korema claimed that her son, who suffered from diabetes, had tried to kill himself by injecting himself with an overdose of insulin. Dude, I've never heard of anybody doing that whatsoever. <laughs> Who the fuck does it? Like, diabetes sucks. I'm going to fucking give myself too much insulin. Oh, my God. That's like the worst thing ever. No, that's a fucking lie. Um, when that failed, Korema claimed that he requested to be killed and that she strangled him. Yeah, this bitch is fucking psychotic as 
fuck, dude. Lock her up and throw away the key, dude. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no shit. Don't let her take your back, man. Because as soon as she gets her hooks in, she'll get she'll get her hooks in. She'll get seatbelt position and she'll start moving for that neck and go for going for the rear naked choke from your back. Fucking kill her. Dude, that's crazy, man. She killed everybody in her family, dude. She killed her fucking son and her sister. Dude, there's got to be, like, her dad probably died, like, six months before all the shenanigans happened. And fucking she's like, I need to get all the money. And this is how she did it. Yeah, but how badass is her choke, man? You can't fucking can't break out of it. Once she sinks that hook in, bro, she's got you. I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know anything. She's about- seventy fucking what? Seventy-seven? How strong is she? I don't know, man. I I've never seen like a seventy-seven-year-old person that's like really good at fighting. Have you? I, I I maybe on video. I saw that one. I saw that one. That one guy who believes he's magic. He's got magic kung fu, and he said uh, he'll pay anyone five thousand dollars to challenge him. So one of the guys from Pancrase. A Pancrase fighter, uh, MMA fighter, said, I'll, I'll take your money. <laughs> so they set up a fight between the Pancrase guy and the magical kung fu Ikea uh, Kiai, Kiai fella. He points at you, and, and you're, you've seen these videos where, where the old man... like Aikido? Kind of like Aikido, but it's called Kiai, where they use their magical kung fu, where he, where he goes like this, and he wiggles his fingers, and then the people fall on the ground, and they're flopping around and everything, until he, until he like... Pats them on the back or, or something like that. And then all these people are, in this video, all the people are attacking him and he's just moving his fingers around and they're flying around like he's like he's using the force basically to, to throw people around. So he started believing in his own shit. Right. So he, he put out a challenge to anyone, anyone in the world that he would. He said he could beat them using his magic and using his force powers. Mm-hmm. And one guy from Pancrase, which is a fantastic promotion here that in Japan that, that puts on MMA fights that are fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. So one guy's like, I'll take your money. So he went and they put the, they put together a fight. They had a referee and everything. And the referee sit, sits one on one on the left and one on the right. And the referee's in the middle. And it says, Hajime, like begin. And um, the Pancrase guy walks up and goes, bip, 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 bip. It's like <laughs> hits him like four or five times. Like, Quickly in the mouth, and the and the Ikea and the Kiai fella drops, of course, and he's holding his mouth like I can't believe I just got punched. It, my my magical kung fu didn't work, and then and then like um he's holding his mouth and he's looking. It looks like he's bleeding a little bit, and then like the the Pankers guy, the good sportsman, a good guy, walks over and is like, "Are you okay? You are you are you okay?" He's like, "All right, let's try that again." And so they separate them again, and the and the referee goes, "Are you good? Are you good?" And they both said yes. All right, start. The the um the Pankers guy walks over, hits him once with a jab, and then hit, hits him with a kick, and he drops him again. And the, and the, and the referee's like, "You're done. You're done, pal." Yeah, that magical kung fu does not fucking work in real application. It doesn't work at all. Like, well, I mean, there's got to be something to it, right? Like, I mean, what about the Steven Seagal kind of like uh, is like a keto kind of thing? Um, the guys he's working with are UKs, right? Like the receivers, they're all jumping for him. So he goes, boo, like kind of like a ghost, like boo. And everybody like fucking falls to the side. It looks cool as shit in the movies, man. I love it in the movies, man. I love a Jackie Chan movie. Fucking love like Shang-Chi uh, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Fucking awesome. Wait, Jackie Chan's like legit. 
Is he is he not legit? He's a he's a he's a legit kung fu guy, but like the stuff that he does is not really practical, is it? I don't know. I have no idea. It's not. It's it's not. I know Steven. You wouldn't. It's kind of weird, right? It's not practical. Not practical at all. Yeah. God damn it. It's cool as fuck in the movies, though. I love it. Oh shit! God damn it. Oh man. All right. Well, on that note, shit. Uh, yeah. Steven Seagal, go get fucked. All right, let's move <laughs> forward. <laughs> I think that's our last story for today, brother. I think the other ones are for After Dark. Oh, no, there's one more. Wait, did you read Is the there? last one? Wait, I think there's one more. Wait, 19-year-old woman arrested over theft of 13 million yen watch over Papakutsu date? I don't have that one. You don't have that one? All right, get that right nope. <clears throat> I'm going to give you that one. Dude, let's read that one. All right, that's going to be the last one for the show. Beaters, guess what? You get a bonus story. A bonus story. Why? Because fucking we love you, man. I fucking love you, faders. I love that you're drinking as much as I am right now because I'm fucking drinking way too much. I should have stopped a long time ago, but I'm not stopping. Hell no, man. This train is going straight on the tracks of life. And we're going to fucking continue doing this shit. All right, here we go. I'm going to send this to you right now. Give me a second. Boom. This is fucking podcasting, dude. Podcasting is anarchy radio. All right. So here we go. Save as. Boom. They don't do this shit on Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Everything's really polished. Do you think Joe Rogan's like really polished? Do you think it's like. Do you think they edit shit on Joe Rogan? I don't know, but I'm telling you what, I saw, I've seen him live a few times, and that guy's brilliant. I think his, uh, I don't agree with everything he says, though. Yeah. But I, I like his comedy. His comedy's fantastic. No, I, he, love, he, Joe, I love his comedy, yeah. too. Yeah. But yeah, just, I don't, like I said, I don't agree with him on very many subjects, but um, mostly his martial arts I agree with him on, and then also, like, um, uh, you know, his his podcast is fantastic, no, but yeah. I, I think yeah. I was gonna say I think in the in the, in the past it, it was a lot better than it is now. You know what? In the past, I think it was more raw. It's more real. Yeah. It's more like yeah. unpolished. Like like fucking got fitted Japan. Like dude, we don't polish this shit. <laughs> dude, I am you can't polish a turd, man. Fucker, I am so fucking like, all right, I should not be doing this show right now because I'm fucking, I've already had like fucking like what five beers is fucking like 80 degrees in this fucking room. I'm sweating balls and shit. My, my, my body's just absorbing this alcohol and shit. Fucking like if I was going to do a fucking podcast, I'd be like, oh, dude, we got to stop this. Fucking like, are we going to do it tomorrow and polish it out and stuff? Edit all this shit. No, fuck that, dude. This is fucking how we roll and, do, and stuff, dude. So, but the thing is, just like, I think like a lot of podcasts, they fucking just like, polish everything out so it's like really nice and clean and clear and stuff whatever no i think the best thing about podcasts the number one best thing about podcasts it separates podcasts from fucking youtube it separates from fucking tiktok it separates from any other fucking like like art form on the internet is that it's fucking real this is fucking real dude we're not fucking around we're not fucking editing this shit out this is fucking real dude so fucking that's what i think i'm trying to send you this fucking Send it to me on Facebook, bro. I'm just trying to send it on Facebook with the fucking list. I'm using fucking uh, Missy's 
internet and her internet is fucking slow as fuck. Her wife. Okay, let's let's do this, bro. You read it. All right, I'll read the last story. All right, I'm gonna read the last story. All right, that's what's gonna happen. See, fears. This is the real fucking deal, dude. When you fucking listen to a fucking podcast, this is the real fucking deal. A, the fucking co-hosts get a little bit too wasted because it's fucking like a million degrees in the fucking room that they're in. And second, fucking like the Wi-Fi sucks. But that's the fucking thing is you want to fucking listen to a show that's fucking real, dude. You don't want to listen to a show that's like so polished. I mean, fucking if you want to listen to a show that's completely polished, why don't you just watch the fucking TV show Friends? That's like the most polished show ever, dude. So I just watched that show for Jennifer Aniston's nipples. Yeah, she is pretty hot, though. That's true. Yeah, she's her nipples pop out of her shirt every, almost every scene she's in. Oh my god, are you serious? Oh, dude, I gotta fucking love her tits. The show. God, she was so mm. hot. She dated fucking Brad Pitt. Did they get married? I think they got married. I don't know, man. Doesn't matter, dude. She's fucking gorgeous. Oh god. Anyway, fuck that shit. Let's fucking read this shit. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Got fit in Japan. We are the real fucking deal. It's like hanging out with your buddies watching the show. Exactly. Exactly, dude. Fucking like, you think we're going to fucking edit this shit out? Like, I'm like, hey, no. later I got to edit this shit out because fucking that was a bunch of bullshit. No way, dude. Fucking this is how we roll. Only, oh, no. only time we've ever edited was when I accidentally summoned a demon. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. 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 We're supposed I- to. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We never do that, but we should. Okay. 19-year-old woman arrested over theft of 13 million yen watch on Papakatsu date. Uh, Jeremy, do you know what a Papakatsu date is? Um, I have an idea. Why don't you explain it? Mm. I have no idea. I've never read this article before. Police in Tokyo have arrested a 19-year-old woman on suspicion of stealing a watch worth about 13 million yen. How much is 13 million yen in U.S. dollars? That's about $120,000. Is it really? Yeah. Holy shit. I thought it was like 1,000. I thought it was like 1,200. Okay. Wow. Holy shit. That's 120,000. Yeah. From a 37-year-old company executive who she was having a papakatsu date. Papakatsu dating refers to young women who are paid by order rich men to go out with them. Basically, it's like prostitution. So it's like young girls that are like, uh, quote unquote, of age to go out with CEOs and executives. That's a hooker. Uh, yeah, she's a hooker. Uh, a fucking high class hooker. Holy shit. Um, with sticky fingers. Who is That's sticky a double fingers. entendre. Uh, some Where might she had those fingers. sticky fingers. Some might say sticky, stinky other things. But Police said the woman, a private, a private university student, had dinner with a man at a restaurant and then went with him to a, quote, love hotel, which means a fuck love hotel, a, in Tokyo's Minato Ward at around 9 p.m. on July 21st. So basically, this prostitute that's a fucking college student went out with this fucking uh, executive. And uh, at that time, she stole his watch. <clears throat> Oh, no, no, no. She stole it after they got done fucking. Oh, yeah. That makes were, sense. Yeah. You, you don't go to a love hotel to play cards. No, no, no. You go to a love hotel to make sweet, sweet, juicy love. Oh, man. Uh, 
Shimbum reported uh, she allegedly had stolen the man's watch while he was in the shower and had left the hotel and then left ho- the, the hotel room. <clears throat> I'm getting kind of fucking faded, so it's hard to read this shit. But basically, yeah, she fucked the fucking she fucked this guy's brains out. He went to the, the shower to get it fucking cleaned off because he's got to go back to his family. She took his watch and then she fucking took off. It's you know it's kind of crazy because like a fucking young kid has no idea how much a watch is worth. The woman was arrested uh, after going to a pawn shop with a male acquaintance who works at a host club the next day to sell the watch. Oh, she's in cahoots. Police said at least 10 men have reported the theft of high-end wristwatches by the same woman whom they all met at a dating app the total value of stolen watches is an estimated of 35 million yen. Jeremy, how much is 35 million yen worth? About $330,000. That is fucking... Who the fuck has a watch like this? Dude, this this fucking prostitute must be like fucking uh, the girl from Pretty Woman, dude. She must be like fucking like extremely exotic, extremely tall, extremely beautiful... Because these guys were fucking like having sex with these girl with this girl and then taking the shower. And then as soon as they go to the shower, she takes their their watch, dude. This is fucking nuts, dude. Next thing you're gonna tell me is that the uh the chicks at the at the strip bar don't really love me. And they're just pretending to do that just to get my money. It depends on the <laughs> strip bar. <laughs> can you imagine like I just wanna go up to these guys and go, you know your mobile phone? You can tell time with that too, right? You don't need to spend ten thousand or a hundred thousand dollars on a watch. A hundred thousand dollars on a watch, bro. It's pretty. I want to know what this girl looks. That's a like. fucking nice car. What does this girl look like? She must. What be does she like, look like? Cindy, how good is that pussy? I don't know, man. It was. It must be fucking insane, dude. Because the thing is, just like, all these guys are fucking like. I mean. She finally got busted, but she's been doing this for fucking ages. But then again, these guys are fucking married. They got kids. They got families and stuff. They can't fucking, they can't fucking like go after, they can't go after a hooker because the thing is like, they go after a high-end hooker. Dude, the fucking thing is just like, what? They're going to get found down for fucking cheating on their wife and stuff, you know? So fuck them. Mm -hmm. So fuck them actually for cheating on their wives and then fuck her for being a fucking cunt. Right. Yeah. Don't so, don't cheat on your wife. Moral yeah. of the story. Yeah, I guess it's the fucking like the the that's the moral. Don't cheat on your wife. You get a nice wife, and if you're in a le- wonderful relationship, don't fucking cheat. And if don't you're a hooker, don't fucking take the watches. <laughs> <laughs> take the shoes. The shoes are worth a lot of money too. Fucking rich guys that are CEOs have fucking really expensive alligator shoes, leather shoes, and shit. Take the shoes. They're never going to complain about the shoes. They might complain about the watches. If you want to be smart, get in their wallet and take half of their money because they're going to already be drunk and they're just going to think, oh, I must have spent more than I thought because if you take all of their money, then it's going to be like, oh, that bitch ripped me off. But if you just take half of their money, a half of their cash, then they're going to be like, oh, I just must have overspent that, I guess, at the bar. (laughs) I must have got two hookers last night. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. God, how many hookers did I get last night? Holy shit. I just spent $3,000 last night. 
god. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Well, um, yeah, well, actually, all right. The moral of Got Fitted Japan tonight is uh yeah, uh hookers are bad and don't cheat on your family. Uh all right. hookers are fine, man. Don't 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 take your eye off of them though. <laughs> don't leave your watch around them. Well, I guess if you're single, yeah, keep your eye on the hooker. But if you're fucking like married, dude, but these are CEOs and executives, dude. They're all married and shit. They all get kids. Agree. You know? yeah. So there's fucking, there's no way they're going to be like, I mean, if, if they're fucking like um, not fucking like married, they're not going to go after a hooker and shit, you know? But um, anyway, yeah, uh, be careful on their fitters. <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you do. Um, yeah. Holy shit. Is that the little story that we got? That's the last one, man. Oh my god! The this line. shows we've been recording for two hours, though. Realize that. Jesus Christ! Well, this is a long episode. Uh, a long fucking <laughs> episode. Where I've been fucking drinking way too much. This is a fucking spectacular episode because Johnny is fucking faded, super faded. This is an unusual uh, episode, extravaganza, actually. So, faders. Uh, well, let's just move forward. Uh, thank you very much for tuning into Got Fitted Japan. It's a pleasure fading with you. We hope you enjoyed fading with us. And um, if you got a couple of bucks, go to our Patreon page and sign up for that and stuff. And we do have the raffle. And if you sign up for the raffle, actually, if you sign up for like uh, the Patreon, you're automatically signed up for the raffle. We got so much stuff for you. We've got like what? We got a painting. We've got a, a butterfly knife bottle opener. We've got fucking like six CDs, underground Japanese punk CDs. We've got a, a painting for you. Uh, we've got ramen, a, a 3D artwork for you. We got we got so much stuff for you and stuff. We got, there's so much stuff for you. There's so much stuff for you to enjoy and stuff. So sign up for the Patreon. Sign up for that and stuff. And um, also on top of that, uh, Jeremy, what else do we got for the page for the faders? All right, guys, check this out. We need your help. Uh, share our video. Go to YouTube, sign up for our channel, subscribe, and then go out and share our video links. Go to TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. We only have like 20 subscribers on TikTok. We're, I mean, granted, we just started that shit, but hell, click on subscribe, man, and, and follow us and share our videos and tell your friends. If you have a friend who listens to podcasts, tell them about those two guys that uh, do that God Faded Japan show. I, I hear that's a pretty good show. What do you think, Johnny? I think it's absolutely awesome. Faders, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. It's fucking fantastic hanging out with you. We hope that you're getting as faded as we are. Dude, I am fucking faded as fuck, dude. This is like fucking unusual, Johnny, because fucking this room is fucking like, is so hot. I'm sweating so much. My, my, my body's absorbing this alcohol like it's fucking like water being dripped onto a sponge. Faders, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace and go fuck yourself. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Out of the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Eh, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.